Hey, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Space? Today on... Hello and welcome in everybody. My name is Chard Monk. The uh, illustri illustrious crew with me today is going to be uh, two of my favorite people in this planet, at least. Yeah, he's sitting behind you, so I'm sorry. <laughs> you point at your, get your bingo cards out because the guy I like is behind you. <laughs> uh, Sinistar, how are you doing today, my friend? Welcome. How are you? Wolf, how are you? <laughs> How the hell are you? I am better now that I'm not playing any more Dead Space right now. <laughs> playing the original, too. I got to hang out on that. We've got some good clips of that. Don't worry. I put it on MP. Yeah, I, I should have recorded it. <laughs> Don't worry. I got some. We got some winners <laughs> on the MP. Uh, so as you could tell today, we're talking about Dead Space. That's right. We are talking about the remake and... Dead Space 1. We're not going to do a deep dive into the other two, so don't worry about that. Uh, that's a different episode for a different day. But because the remake has come out and there has been documentation of both Sinistar and my absolute adoration for the Dead Space series, at least one and two for him, I like all three, um, me and him decided that we would get this a jab. So we both picked up the uh, Dead Space remake He's been playing it on YouTube. I've been playing it on my channel. And in all this chaos and craziness, Wolf goes, hey, I have these games. They look cool. Let's try it. So our friend Werewolf fired it up. And I've got some great clips of him <laughs> playing it for the first time. Playing the original, not the remake, because he's not played any of them. He wanted to come on in his active audience. And Wolf, uh, your first... Uh, your first time entering the Ishimura, how do you feel right now? I I think my heart is still beating faster than it should be because of this. I am I am a pansy when it comes to scary games. And there was probably about 45 minutes there before you showed up because I didn't I didn't broadcast that I was playing it to the group. I just was like, I'm just gonna play it. I'll stream it in the Discord. If anybody catches it, they catch it. And it's probably to my detriment, I should have shared it so that I was not playing by myself. But there's I've, um, I, I've mentioned before playing a scary there, game by myself versus playing it with <laughs> somebody there to chat at me. Very different experience. And I scream absolutely. and yell and jump the, like five feet out of my chair every time something scares me when it's just completely by myself. It may or may not me. have abandoned you to go and clean the dishes, so I apologize yeah, for that. Yeah, I brought it right back. <laughs> <laughs> there are you know, three creatures in this world that are known for their ability to sense things in the world. One is the truffle pig, which people use to go out and find truffles to make delicatessens. This, the next, and far more lovely, is Sinistress and her ability to hunt out people playing Visage well, let me tell you guys, I also have a sixth sense, and that is the tingling of anyone playing Dead Space. And I'll tell you right now, my charty senses were burning 
as I was looking through Discord, and I saw Wolf's little name sitting there playing something, and I went, is he doing it? And sure as shit, that dude was playing Dead Space, so I sat in there. No, it's not herpes. It is Dead Space is what it is. <laughs> Far worse. Probably would probably want to have herpes over Dead Space. Sorry, you my Sorry. Well, isn't isn't the affliction that all the creatures have in Dead Space herpes? It's like space herpes, right? It's more like chlamydia because it messes with your brain too. And that's oh. we know that's a fact. That's a medical fact. Or I'm really or it's glad crabs we're getting into they, this hot Because they look like crab people. Could be crabs. Yeah. Crab people. Taste like crab. <laughs> look like people. Look like people. Sorry, South Park. <laughs> so let's go round robin here a little bit. And uh I I know we're gonna ask Wolf because it's still fresh. And as he said, mm-hmm. you know, his heart's beating out of his chest. But initial impressions of of what you think about how Dead Space, think about control, think about, you know, heads up layout, think about all the stuff that you would look at going, this is really cool design or God, I freaking hate this stuff. T- t- tell me, tell me what you think. Let's do a deep dive into this. Okay. All right. Oh, go ahead. There's yeah, go n- ahead. Wolf. Nothing I hate about the game. There were adjustments. Um. I wanted to play with a mouse and keyboard, but the lag on my mouse was stupid. And I was about to walk away and I messaged the guys and Sinistar suggested controller. So I went with controller and that made the game playable. However, as many people know, when you're playing a shooter, controller is not always the most ideal method. But I mean, I guess this is how pretty much everybody is most everybody has probably played this game so uh, in this way i mean so yeah it's it's yeah. not that bad you you probably understand the the tribulations of doing such a thing so adjusting to how the camera movement works and how uh his name's isaac right yes isaac clark, isaac clark? Mr. clark okay yes. so the the way isaac moves around is not exactly how i expected mm-hmm. so he's He's a little floatier than I'd like, especially when it comes to walking sideways. But as I was playing, I stopped running into walls or getting caught on things and actually going the direction I wanted him to go. So there, <laughs> there's, there's issues sometimes with the game conveying information a little later than they introduce something. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, I found out about stomping uh, well after... I had first seen those green boxes that you could stomp and find things in. They also didn't tell me that you could find things in those boxes at all. I just kind of figured it out. So that was a nice thing. Um, the game definitely does not hold your hand. That's for Mm-mm. sure. No. And that's okay. Cause it's a survival horror. Uh, where I'm at, I'm just past the beginning of chapter three. So I don't know how many chapters there are. I'm sure I'll find out. Maybe tonight, because I don't expect you guys to hold back spoilers for my sake. I'm still going to play through the game. So we'll if, keep if spoilers uh, come up. Not a big deal. We were uh, Sinistar and I both discussed that we were we didn't want it to be like a spoiler heavy. It was going to be more or less a, a comparison between the two, like what we liked okay. about the first one. And there may be some there may be some drops in there, but <clears throat> Yeah, uh, we're not going to be like this is the end because honestly, I haven't finished the remake. I'm close to I'm, I'm two chapters away from the end, and I know Sinistar is still pretty deep, and I don't want to ruin anything yeah. for his experience in the remake because there are some changes to the game 
but we're going to do kind of a surface a surface sure. scan of the game to kind of dig what we liked about it stuff that you that i saw you play so you're not going to be like oh i didn't know about that so it'll be like you know zero okay. the experiences and some of the quality of life changes yeah. and also some deep diving into more of the the storyline that we saw today so so Sinistar. Uh, yeah yeah i was going to say is it my turn yes it is sir <laughs> okay so um you know going back i streamed this um probably before i kind of knew either of you uh this was a couple of years ago probably three years ago actually um i streamed this and i streamed two um and first impressions um i'm with you 100 percent uh wolf that you don't realize the boxes are what they are until you know the game tells you hey you can you can break these open I think I accidentally shot one at some point and I was like, Hey, there's stuff in there. So I was sitting there shooting them over and over and over again. And then it's like, Hey, here's the stomp mechanism. Oh my gosh. It's a stomp mechanism. So the reason I, yeah, it was a scared day stream as, as Sinsters points out. Cause I used to do scary Saturdays or scared days. Um, so when I did the, now I'm, because I have the comparison of the original and, and some of the remake, when I got into the remake, it was funny. I saw those boxes and I was like, oh, what, what the fuck is my stomp button? Like I was looking for the stomp button and I couldn't remember what it was. So I just shot the box. I'm like, I just need this stuff out of it. I'm just, and then, you know, I figured out, oh, it's just, it's just space bar. I, and, um, okay. So the original, um, one thing that was, it was a little, I like, it wasn't off putting, but it was, it puts you like maybe a little on edge is the off center third person. Sorry. I bumped my mic. The off center third person. Like when I first started playing it, I wanted to like move like this direction instead of straight forward because like Isaac's over here in the corner. Right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so that was kind of one of those things. I, I honestly feel like it was a design decision to to give you just a little discomfort because the game needs a lot like it leads to a lot of discomfort but in a very cool way right mm -hmm. and once you get used to it it's great <clears throat> um uh as as you mentioned the the keyboard and mouse in the original uh and i'll talk about that i think it's actually if i remember i read about it it's 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 a bad port from the uh consoles and not saying it's unplayable, like it plays just fine if you use a controller, as you found out. The port basically was like, hey, okay, some people may use a keyboard and mouse. Let's just let's just sandwich it on for the port and call it good. Like <laughs> well shit. When I yeah. got it, I fired it up and I was going for the keyboard instead of so I was like, No, mm -hmm. don't. What are you doing? And I'm like, that's yeah. That's how I remember. I played all three on the Xbox, so that's how you mean I the controller. You didn't go for the keyboard. Yeah. You went for. I'm the sorry. Controller. I was going for the yeah. keyboard. I'm sorry. I was going for the controller. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you're like, stop. Don't do that. And I'm like, but why? That's how. That's how I played it. And he's like, use keyboard and mouse. And I went, I don't know, third yeah. person. That seems weird to me. And uh, sure as hell, <laughs> I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, now I know we're talking first impressions, so we can talk about like the enhancements in a minute, but. Um, the other thing I noticed was, and this is glory, and this is not a spoiler because it's very early in the game. You figure this out, but it's not your standard horror shooter. It's not your standard zombie shooter where you're like, shoot them in the head and you're good. Move on. Like 
No, <laughs> you've got to spend some time helping mm-hmm. these people lose their limbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and they yeah, just written keep on the coming. walls, literally yeah. written on the walls when you first start the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did, what is it? it? What does it say? Yeah, it says something like uh, uh, "cut off the limbs." Cut off the limbs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. yeah. So what an amazing. So that also what an amazing trope. Yeah. Anyway, so those were those were my first impressions with the first one. Uh, also, it's very much now. It's not as bad as like original Resident Evils with like the ammo starvation, but it's ammo starvation. Like, there's a lot of ammo starvation in that game. There is a trick to that, and I've told you guys. Mm. I think I told yes. I told Sinistar that. I don't know if I told Wolf that. Oh, I, I, won't spoil I have it. not had this problem yet. I would like to yep. clarify real quick. Uh, I have found myself flooded with ammo for the uh, what's first the three plasma cutter. The, the first weapon. Cutter. Yeah, yep. I mean, yeah, the first two chapters. Like, I have mm-hmm. so much plasma cutter ammo that mm-hmm. I had to put it away. Now you I discovered the trick. Well, just wait. When you yeah. get the other weapons, that's when the starvation mode starts. Yep. Mm. Keep yeah. that in mind. Keep that in mind. Well, I haven't I purchased any of the other weapons yet. I found blueprints for some, but I haven't I haven't purchased them yet. I just upgraded mm. the plasma cutter to make it better. And holy Was that... crap, it's better. Was that how it worked in the first one? Was you purchased your weapon? Yep. Yeah. Yep. You can buy the weapons in the store if you wanted to. You you find the schematics lying around and you and you buy them. Okay. So that's a change with the with the modern yep. one. That's okay. another quality of life change into the game, actually. Yeah. A what, little bit, a little give not. It to you you can... Instead of the blueprint. Yeah. Yes. But they uh, just to dive a little bit into the weeds, the difference there is you get the weapon, but the blueprints that you get for the weapon unlock the progress tree for the weapon. Right. Like oh. the, the enhancements for the weapon. There's actually, right, well, we'll dive into the weeds a little bit. There's actually three like upgradable things for each weapon in the remake. So while you're wandering around, you will stumble across. It'll be like somebody dying, giving you the plasma cutter or the plat, not the plasma cutter, but the pulse rifle or the flamethrower will be like on a shelf that you pick it up. And then as you're going into some uncharted areas or you backtrack into something else, you will open up something and it will have a schematic for or an attachment or something mm-hmm. that you it goes go to a workbench and this will upgrade your weapon and you put it in and it'll expand the tree and it actually gives you other secondary skills on certain weapons that aren't in the original remake or are not right. on the oh. original Dead Space. Interesting. So, it's very cool. I guess I'll start with my our impressions. Yeah. Star, are you you good for now? Yeah. All right, I'm going to take you on a trip. I'm going to take you on a on a voyage with me. As I, in my 13 years ago, 2008, actually probably be 15, 14 years ago, when I saw in Game Informer this really cool looking guy on the cover of it, I wish I had it still, um, with this helmet that had slats in it with green light shooting out and some weird looking weapon in his hand, basically looking behind him. And it said, Dead Space, new horror survival game. I'm not a horror survivor guy. I never was as a kid. I not was not as an adult. I played a little bit of Resident Evil. I did love Silent Hill. I thought that was great. Obviously, that's super horror survival. But I didn't like what I do now. I did not do back then at all. Um, 
But I thought this was a really cool design. So I go deep diving and reading into this game and how it's coming together. And everything about the design of the game, the off-centered Isaac, uh, the the life on the back, the ammo on the gun, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all your all your accoutrement are on your character is all designed to give you total immersion into a third person horror game. The thought of that, and I'm not saying this is the first company or first game to have done something along those lines, but I'll tell you what, this is the first company that did it very well. Now, I know Resident Evil doesn't have a lot of stuff, but you still have to click over to your item screen and you have to go back and forth to see how your life is and all that other stuff. And I thought that was absolutely tedious. And one of the reasons why when I was younger, I didn't play through it. So I'm watching this game get developed. It's coming out. It's got a lot of hype. I buy it on 360. Was it 360? Yes. I bought it on 360. I bring it home. I fire it up. You got a dude sitting in a chair. Two people are talking. This guy's saying nothing. He's not saying a word. He's just nodding and shaking and doing his thing. You land on the Ishimura. It looks like one of my all-time favorite horror movies, Event Horizon. You look like you're walking into Event Horizon when you first get there. You go inside. Nobody's there. You can't figure out what's going on. The ship is enormous. And then all hell breaks loose. And you're running. And you're running. And you're running. Running. Keep running. Running. Keep running. Running. Keep running. Until you get to a freaking elevator. (laughs) You hit the button in a panic. And I'm, of course, going, close the fucking door! (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Uh And um, door closes. Spikes come through. Door opens back up. Thing screams in (sighs) your face. Then closes and kills the thing. Yep. One of my favorite openers to a horror game out there because it does not, like Wolf says, it does not hold your hand into this. You are, you are screwed right, right out the gate. You get okay. down there, you get your first weapon, you pick up the, you see the thing on the wall. We were going to say, Wolf, I don't want, I don't want to go too far before you. I want to, I want to talk about that moment with the elevator yep. real quick yep. because okay. I did that today. Yep. yep, and I wish I was recording it. Like right after that, I was like, I should have recorded this. So <laughs> you get that moment where you're getting chased down, you know, left turn, right turn, left turn, right turn, many hallways, right? Just getting chased by this thing. You get I've to just see gotta it for go. A second, I've just got to go. But yeah. you have no way to fight it. Yeah. So you're like, you have nothing. Ah, crap! I gotta go. You start mm-hmm. hauling ass down the hallway, awkwardly turning because the controls are still weird to you at that yeah. point. Yep. It caught up to me at one point and slashed into Isaac's back. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, now what? And so mm-hmm. I just like, he lets me go and I keep going and I get into the, the elevator. I was like, okay, okay. I see the button. I'm like, hit the button. Elevator closes as it's like peeking in and gets spat out. Right. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. Elevator's not moving. <laughs> now what? <laughs> and then it bursts into the elevator. <clears throat> like, holy uh-huh. crap, what? <laughs> uh huh. And then it gets smushed. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Yeah, I like that I, the elevator. The stage. I like that the elevator is uh, basically says, try harder, try again. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> essentially. And. And to kind of mix the two together, I mean, you go down, you get your first weapon, right? And we'll and we'll we'll go into deeper detail about that. But I'm gonna we're gonna do the reverse round robin now, and I'm gonna explain my initial walk into the Ishimura on remake. So, you know, silent protagonist. When I, I've been watching, when they said they were gonna make a remake, 
I said the same thing everybody else said. Why? Why are they going to remake this? It's not that old. I mean, it's old, but it's not that old. Two thousand holds up great. This like Sinistar when he streamed it. This was my first like. I'm going to be a titch stream. Titch streamer. Wow. Sorry. Wow. I'm going to be a Twitch <laughs> streamer. Yeah. Get your bingo cards out. Get your hot tub um, out and your bikini. He's becoming yeah, a, titch, do it. a titch streamer. I'm going to give Amaroth a run for her money. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so <laughs> where was I? So when I wanted to be a full-time streamer, or not a full-time, but I wanted to make this a serious thing, I said, you know what? We're going to play Dead Space 1 through 3. We're going to do the whole trilogy. And it had been a while since I played it back then. So it, And I've played it twice since then on stream because I, I love the series so much. And I was like, why are they doing this? They don't need to do this. And then they're saying stuff like, well, now Isaac's going to talk. They're going to give him mm -hmm. a voice mm -hmm. actor for it. And I'm like, but I like the silent protagonist because he's literally, he doesn't say anything in the first right. one. He doesn't talk until two and three. But, and I didn't think it was weird in two and three. I was like, okay, that's fine. He can have conversations. It's, it's the new thing. In, but, two, it, in two, it made sense. There's, right. a, there's a reason in two that he had to, he had to vocalize. Yeah. Right. And this one, he didn't like, it almost just felt like it was kind of cool that he didn't say anything. And all you hear him was grunt and, and holler and whatnot, but they were like, we're going to give him the voice. They actually got the original actor that did mm -hmm. his voice. Gunner, right. I think his name is Gunner or something. I think it's going to write. Um, they got him to play Isaac's voice. So they're seamless. It's not weird. It doesn't seem awkward. It's the same guy. So you're like, oh, that's Isaac's voice. Perfect. And they start off the game the same exact way, except it looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, oh, they could polish a turd, right? But the same is fine. There's nothing that needs to be done. Like, if you want to upgrade the graphics, great. And he starts talking to the two characters, and I was like, okay, I like this. I like where this is going. And there's actual dialogue, and it doesn't seem forced, and it doesn't feel like the original dialogue with him chiming in. You know, it feels like, like it was natural, like the whole time. And you fly in and you land on the Ishimura and it's just as, just as, well, you don't fly in comfortably. You mm -hmm. make kind of a hard yeah. landing either way. And I, and I'll never you, forget you, it. uh, you end up on the Ishimura, you end up in the Ishimura, but you at least end up on the docking side. It's not like you just crashed to the side of the ship. Sure. But I'll, I'll, when I walk out and they're like, wait, for, they're waiting for me and they actually say, Hey, Isaac, we got to go. Cause I am doing this. <laughs> oh my yep. god they have the uss ishimura uh sign on the top of the thing and they have it in the original but this one it's like one of the lights is flashing on the on the name it's like the eye or something and there's like sparks coming off it like a neon signs blowing up and i was like oh, okay now we're in same everything walked into the room just like you go in, they're talking about it. Things are going, things go sideways like you expect them to. And when you're running, it's worse. It's, it's so much worse. It's louder. It's everywhere. Shit's popping out at you just like the original. I, I, was, I was hooked from that point on. I didn't care what they did to the game at all. They, they were very true to the source material, in my opinion, at least at the beginning. And uh, kind of sucked me in. From that point on, Sinistar, how did you feel about your first bout into the remake? Now, I know, Wolf, you didn't, you haven't played it, you've just seen it, no. which you are absolutely, I, if you want to chime in on any of the stuff, please feel free. I just, I, I decided to play a couple hours of the first one before we did yeah. this night's episode so that I wouldn't be completely clueless, but right. so that I could still be active audience. So that's my place here. Right. 
Yeah. So, um, obviously the, 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 the beauty of it was, was up front and in your face. And when I say beautiful, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible and it's gross and it's disturbing and it's, you know, a wreck. It's a train wreck. And all of those things are beautiful when you put them together, you know, in, in the way that they did. Um, I too noticed the Ishimura sign with the flashing, you know, with the oh, like, God, I love it. yeah, like I, dumb, I too was I almost so like much. aim my camera up and just kind of yeah. stare at it for a few minutes. <laughs> and like, uh, um, one thing that for me, which is interesting that you, you had a little bit of a different experience than I did. Um, for me, um, because I, I, I remember a lot of the early game of dead space. Cause I actually played it before I played it on stream. I played the beginning mm -hmm. of it probably a couple times. And so it's really interesting when Isaac started talking in my brain, I was like, who's that? Who's talking? That's fair. And I had, to, I had to actually look down at the subtitles and see Isaac colon. Mm -hmm. And then and I was like, Oh, that's me. Oh, that's me. <laughs> like, it's a me. Isaac. It's a me, Isaac. Uh. <laughs> yeah. It's a um, me, an engineer. Uh. Yeah. Now I do. I don't, I, I think that the, I think that having him speak is, is, is great. I actually think it fits. Um, I had forgotten that initial run to the fucking elevator as quick as you can and close the door. And so I did that in the remake and I was like, I was like, Oh wow. Uh, this is, uh, this is a thing. This is wow. Like, <laughs> and by the way, we, uh, we just may have dropped some frames. So hopefully, oh, yeah. hopefully we're okay. Um, it looks like we're okay on here. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, um, I had forgotten that. And so, yeah, it was, it was visceral for me again because like the, the elevator gets ripped open again. And I'm like, what do I do? I have no <laughs> weapons, you know? Um, uh, what else? Um, as I've watched through your playthrough, um, and I know we're, I know we're, we're giving initial impressions, but right off the bat, like the first time you see zero G I'm like, Oh, thank God. Thank God. They fixed zero G. Yeah. Because zero G in the original, in the first one, now they fixed it in the second one, but in the first one was, was one of my biggest gripes with that. Very janky, ever. very clunky. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Luckily Wolf went but, to an area that had that and we were talking about it while he was, while he was playing it. So he can now, yeah. he, he gets the, how bad it really was to start out. Cause it, it happens pretty early on in the game. If I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I went off on a sort of side branch, but it was still somewhere you're allowed to go at that point, obviously. And, yeah. you know, if you're an explorer, if you're an explorer, then you're going to find it. And it was this big, weird, I don't know, like football shaped kind of room. <laughs> yeah. It was very much the first time. As soon as I jumped off onto another wall, mm -hmm. I was just like, I, my words to chard were, Oh, I think Turok <laughs> has some competition. <laughs> <laughs> because I was not in the Turok episode because I didn't play enough of Turok because that game gave me motion sickness. Right. Yep. Really <laughs> quick. I want to came close. I want to interject. Uh, chat confirms that we did drop. Okay. Um, I am recording this locally. So if it's too bad, we will re-upload this video in completion. 
mm-hmm. of course, the audio will be complete as well, just for those that are yeah. concerned. Anyway, we have, sorry. We have backup plans. We always have backup plans. We have the yeah, technology. The, yeah. The uh the the 0G motion, I I hate the camera bob. Mm-hmm. There's no camera bob normally, but once you're in 0G, all of a sudden the camera's all whoa. That's because he's doing the <laughs> yeah. it's like the, oh the Isaac's so been drinking you... somewhere and you yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, clean yeah. that last room in here. Yep. And it's it's a it's kind of a bad time, but it yep. it does get easier to deal with as you progress. I will say that because I got to down, a second a second round the, that does it. Yeah, put down the bottle, Isaac. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I will. Ch- I, and then I challenge you to to take on six enemies and a giant boss while having to navigate zero G in a oh. huge cylindrical room. Uh, yeah. Well, and for me, you know, to, mm-hmm. to skip forward a little bit ahead, you did this one yesterday on your stream, I think, but there's a, mm-hmm. an asteroid that's locked into position and there are these big oh, swinging, yeah, yeah, yeah. swinging yeah. like arms that have spikes on them. And in the original you had, because of the jank factor, you had to jump onto the asteroid and zero G and then you have to go outside into, into zero atmosphere and jump onto the hole. And those arms clobbered me so many fucking times. So many times. And then, like, you're also dealing with that, plus enemies at the same, you know, yeah. Yeah. So Death by game. There's definitely, death by jank uh, was quite, quite apparent in in the initial one. And I I didn't even know you could, you could slow those down. So when I did it, I've always played that with... (laughs) without slowing them down oh you didn't you didn't use the no, stasis no so okay. I, kept, I had no idea you could use stasis on those things Spoiler. he didn't know he didn't know, he didn't know. <laughs> i didn't know i had no idea um let's talk about some of the quality of life changes since we're kind of yeah. on that 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 feel right now um there's been there's been some changes that were throughout the game uh between the the second and the third um well between the first and the second actually to be more uh accurate where zero G turned into a lot more fun attribute and somebody thought, you know what we should do? We should allow Isaac the freedom to move in zero G instead of being tethered to whatever surfaces are around him. And in two, they basically gave him jet booties and a jet pack mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, that, that kind he of has, he his has, suit. he has Icarus, you know, heel wings, but they're just jets yeah, on yeah. his boots. Yeah. I thought it was massive flatulence. I was wrong. They're jet boots. Mm. Uh. But, <laughs> <laughs> wow so you could fly around so they made these other maps and stuff and these other like challenges within two and three that allowed you to basically fly from point a to point b you can go really fast you can you know slow down it's just like running and walking but it does get a little tilty at certain <laughs> spots when you're out there and i've i find myself going oh okay 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 let's straighten out let's straighten out mm-hmm. let's get that jet pack and kind of get ourselves straight because you don't know which end is up or down in certain aspects and they've re they took all that jank that zero g jank out and put that in now <clears throat> initially as sinister talked about it there's a lot of jank death in the first dead space because mm-hmm. of that which added to the challenge of the game itself they've added these jetpack scenes now in the same exact areas as before and it has made it absolutely spectacular and it's not yes. I was like, this is going to be kind of easier now because like super easy, but they added another aspect to it where they like, they made things a little bit bigger. So you had to go further to get to them um, because before it was just, you had to <laughs> remember, so sorry, you had to jump. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, there he is. Okay, you made yeah. it. You're like, oh my God, <laughs> get to the other side for God's yes. sake. Yes. So, you know, they took that away and now you can fly from back to forth and you can you can, you know, quick dodge things that are coming at you. Those big scorpion tail dudes that love to mess around with you in zero G, those are their favorite places to be. Um, yep. those guys were a nightmare and they yeah, the have crawlers. now become quite quite a bit easier to handle <laughs> amongst those zero G areas, but yeah. still a challenge. They added like some extra enemies in those areas and uh and a little bit more shooters so that it's you know it's not like oh this is super easy now. It's just well, easier to control. But let's be honest, there were I mean, I love the first one, but I'll be honest with you, there were times where like it was death over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like that asteroid part, I can't tell you how many times I died to those to those fucking arms, right? Like yep. I'm on the asteroid, I'm about to jump and gah, I'm done. Smack. Like just yeah. And, and you're stressed, you know, like your butt's pucker, and you're like, go, 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 yeah, go, I gotta run, I yeah. gotta run. But there's uh, like I didn't bounce off of it, but there were points where I was like, okay, controllers going against the wall, like yep. you know. <laughs> yep. And I haven't yep. felt that with the remake, which is no, I think is beneficial. Awesome. I don't think I don't think reducing the quantity of deaths you still feel challenged mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like it's the game killing you like it feels like you know your ch- the, there's challenge in the process instead of just like hey look i landed on it my timing was poor so the arm just kills me like right you know, and I, yeah. we died to that yesterday because i was like oh the timing is off and that was my fault it mm-hmm. wasn't you know there wasn't a jank to it i just was like oh shit i thought i did it fast enough i didn't so right so there's still definitely some inherent challenge inside of that. Um, the camera stays another... put. The camera stays put in zero G, which is yeah. huge. Yeah, I mean, if it's so. twisting on you, but the camera, you're still Isaac. Always looks the same. There's no bobbing. There's no like up and downs or any of the the drunk look of the camera when you're in that. But I will tell you that watching the world spin on you, it could tend to be a little bit like, oof. Okay, my stomach's kind of growling on that one. <laughs> but. Um, you, your your least favorite part was that asteroid. My least favorite part was the um, the gun asteroid mini game, where you had to shoot the stupid asteroids before they hit the goddamn hull. Up, oh, are we? Are we We're good? reconnecting again. Okay. Yeah, just keep going because we'll. Okay. I, I have a feeling we're just going to end up uploading this. Okay. Yeah, probably. So there's that scene where you're shooting at the the stupid asteroids that are hidden and you've got to reprogram it and you're watching the percentage of the hull drop as each rock hits it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I died doing that, that, that <sighs> stupid, stupid mini game. They, uh, they revamped it entirely into this one to make it actually enjoyable. And I didn't die once on it. <laughs> really happy yeah. about that. So it, it really was, it really was not. I mean, the, the only aspect that carried over between the two was their asteroids coming at you. Everything else was different about it and better right and i won't i won't go into the details about what you do or how you do it just so if anybody wants to check it out just know that it's better it's different and it's better for it's different for the better um and and you utilize that you actually utilize that twice in the game so far that i was like oh good they reintroduced this this part of the game i thought that was a really cool um addition that they added to it so Mm. but um I'm trying to think of, I mean, there's, there's plenty to talk about. Obviously the graphics are absolutely stunning. Um, there's a lot deeper context between, you know, your girlfriend slash wife, Nicole, and what, you know, there's a lot of side missions and stuff that are attached into that as well. As you, as you walk around the Ishimura, 
they're having you like learn more about her things and, and her issue yeah. and what she was dealing with while they were there. Um, which, which not, not to, I mean, it's, I don't think it's a spoiler, but that does lead into two. Right. Like, exactly. I yeah. think what yeah. it does is it, like you said, I was talking to Wolf about it today that the way they did dead space could have easily just been dead space. They didn't, they wouldn't have had to do anything. You would have been like, Oh, cool. Okay. They left it open. Didn't enough that you could be like, well, I hope they make a second one. This is really neat. Or if they were just like, well, we're done making these. Oh, okay, that's fine. You know, they ended good enough. <clears throat> but now, because of the because of the other two, they've added this extra layer. And like Sinistar says, it it basically guides you into the second the second series, which is fantastic on, yeah. on how her whole aspect and their relationship actually plays a huge role in what's going on in Dead Space 2. That now you're like, oh, okay, that makes so much more sense why that is the way that is. So um I don't think um I don't think there's a lot left out to go into the other two. I just think this one solidifies the whole storyline between the between running into them. Yeah. So I have a list of of the biggest changes um yeah. here. Uh we've talked about zero gravity. Um, you mentioned side missions. There are more side missions. In fact, there are side missions. Yeah, there were. Um, yeah. uh, it talks about the interconnectivity mm-hmm. between no the ships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's actually, I, I, I would like to talk about that a little bit. I felt like that was pretty innovative in the first one because the technology at the time we had spinning hard drives. There was no SSDs there. In fact, when we played it on the consoles, it was on DVD. Like we're talking like slow, slow, slow. And so instead of being just a regular Hey, I'm going to go to a loading screen and you're going to like, just stare at a loading screen. It actually gave you, I actually didn't realize it was loading screens until a, I thought about it and B I read about it. Mm -hmm. Elevators and trains were the loading screens. Like, Hey, I'm riding an elevator and the game in the background is loading the next area. Right. Or I'm riding the train. So, um, while there are train trips in the remake, the entirety is cohesive. So there are areas that you can travel. Like basically in the original, and this isn't really a spoiler, but there's essentially use the train to travel between the chapters. Like yeah, chapters the tram, over, jump just, on the or dr- jump on the tram. Yeah, I've Some done that time. twice. Yeah. And mm-hmm. chapter one ended on the yep. tram. Chapter two yep. ended on the tram. Yeah, it always felt like when you ended a chapter in the original, you were going to the train and you're like, oh, okay. Like you'll get to a point where like, oh, I made it to the tram. That's going to be the next area. Yeah. Okay. So the train or the tram is still there, but it's much more like, sure. The train or tram may be a, a chapter gap, but it also may just be a way to like, hey, I just need to go back to the original area or something. Right. I mean, it's, yep. it's much less this. And this this comes back to side missions because there are side missions that make you go back to the original areas. So right, anyway. and remember the you were looking wolf. There was some of the red lockers that were in there in in the, yeah. the original, and you were asking me about that. In in this one, you have to get security clearance cards to unlock some of those lockers. So when you get up to them, it'll say like level two clearance, level three clearance. So you oh. can't open them right away. Yep. So in this one, you can backtrack and go find door there's doors that are locked down that you can get into now and they want you to explore the ship dead space one the original is very linear 
feels very linear, runs very linear, but it's not so linear that it's like a hallway. It doesn't feel like that to me. I always felt no. like I was going back and forth to things. But so even I, if it I, was linear, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I will say I've I've noticed a lot of uh, circling around mm -hmm. in the original. And that's yeah. just two chapters in, I've noticed a lot of circling around. So yeah. while it it doesn't necessarily feel linear, if you're paying attention to where you're going and coming back to, while it's it still doesn't necessarily feel linear and look linear, you can see just how linear it is when you actually watch the lo like the loops on the map come yeah. right back. Like I had one that was basically telling me I needed to be on the other side of a door but I had to take this path through the map that went all over the place and came back. And I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. And then you can yeah. open it up and the trams right outside. You're like, I could have just yeah. walked in at any point. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that if I remember right, and I think I've seen this in the remake that each area kind of does have a central point and you kind of keep moving. Like, it's almost like your spoke system where you like go out and do a thing mm -hmm. and come back and go out and do a thing and come back. And yeah. So, and I actually like that. I think that's great. I think it actually adds cohesion. As you said, it's not a hallway simulator, right? Right. So, I mean, the fact I mean, that they say you're that in it's hallways. linear. You're, I mean, you are in hallways, right? It might as well be a hallway simulator. But, I mean, they <laughs> say that it is linear, but it never felt that way to me. And even now more so, it definitely doesn't because we we were bebopping around somewhere and I was like, oh, we got to go all the way back down to hydroponics and go look at something because that's part of one of the side quests yeah. that we were running. And 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 to Sinister's point, you could take the tram back and forth. It's not a loading thing. Now it's just a transportation, but you could probably walk from one area all the way down to hydroponics. I believe if things are unlocked, you can go down there and, and poke your head in there. Poke probably, you know, either end of the shifts uh, ship, but um, you can even walk down in the tram area, but I think some of it starts getting blocked off further, the further you get. But when you get to a new area, you unlock the, the, the pad to, to get the tram to come to you. So you can't go in it in the tram until you go in and unlock the 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 loading pad, I guess is what you would call it for people, people pad. Um, and then the tram shows up and it's like tram now available. And you can then mm -hmm. you can bebop around wherever you want to on that. Um <clears throat> but I like the fact that they for they didn't force, but if you for people that have played this before, like Sinistar and myself, and we've both played this fairly religiously, it gave us a new aspect, a new reason to come back and a new reason to look into stuff. And I've completely missed like everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like there's there's stuff on there. I'm sure I've I'm in what chapter 10 right now. And I'm sure there's a bunch of crap that I've still missed that's out there we can go back and explore because I don't remember where it's all at <laughs> because there's so right. much of it. But I mean, there, there's ne I, there there was a new game. I don't remember if there was a new game plus in the original. I think there might have been. I don't recall if there was or not. I remember firing it back up immediately when I got done with it and playing it again. Um, but there is a new game plus in the remake and there's actual stuff that you can't get in your first playthrough. You have to play New Game Plus to go get other things that are available to you. So I thought that was, oh, give me that aspect. Please let me come back to Ishimura. Yeah. Does, What's up? So I have a question. Does yeah. EA still own this? Yes. I believe they did own this, but Motive did the rework. But yeah. it's it's still under EA's umbrella, right? It is still mm -hmm. under EA's okay. umbrella. Points for letting them do that. Usually stuff like that, especially with EA these days, locked mm -hmm. behind paywalls. Good yep. job. Yes. Yes. It's nice to Honestly, see that. Like, because I mean, it is a remake, so it should right. have like all the content that's in it in it. 
but the fact that they added content and they didn't paywall that extra, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yes. The only thing that was like added content that you had to pay for, if you got the deluxe edition, you got like four or five different Isaac skins that you could find throughout the map. Ah, I, I obviously I didn't care for that. I didn't need to get that. I just cared about what the game had to offer me, and and we went from there. But that was like it. Like if you were if you wanted to spend the extra ten and get the deluxe edition, like I would have loved to have the collectors the collectors edition because you got an Isaac helmet that came with yeah. it, and like a Dead Space mm. hat and a bunch of cool stuff, cool swag that came with it. But um, yeah, they, they didn't lock anything out there in the and the pay plus. I mean the gate new game plus is you just seamlessly go right into the next thing. So I thought that was kind of a that's a cool addition to the game where you could be like, God, I didn't do the side quest or I just wanted to get done or I was too scared to finish it because <laughs> it gets it gets real dicey, man. They the sound quality, the environment around it. I mean, you know, you're going to get an advancement within with yeah. with the the visuals and the sound and everything. And there was an actual quote where somebody said, excuse me, there's two quotes that I love about this. First of all, you guys said, don't play this in the dark with headphones on because you're going to need a diaper. You're also going to need a diaper because we're never going to stop. You're just going to mm-hmm. keep going. And there's not because in, in Dead Space 1, like it's, there's load screens. So when you yeah. get to the next chapter, you're like, okay, take a break. That doesn't happen in this one. There's no break. There's no breaks. You just keep running. There's points where I'm like, where do I stop? Like even when you go to the next chapter, it just flashes up in front of you going, chapter complete. You're in this chapter now. And I'm like, shit's yeah. still going down. <laughs> I, <laughs> I need five minutes. I need to go take a walk. Like, this is really stressing me out. Um, and then the the other quote that I really liked was, somebody took Event Horizon, aliens and the thing, and made them sleep together and created this monstrosity. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a hate baby of the three put together. <laughs> it is. It's a homage to like all the 80s and 90s, like horror movies from like of that, yeah. that style. That's Double. actually uh, one of the uh, observations I made while I was talking to Chard while he was watching me play was that it felt like uh, somewhere in between Metroid and Alien, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool the way the the way the the feel of those two were merged. Right. Especially if you it. if you look at like Metroid Prime, mm-hmm. right? For sure. Like yeah. So that's. that's- I like the design of the ship is definitely very event horizon. And then the creatures are very, the thing. And yeah. I love yeah. both those. Those are two of my favorite horror movies that are out there. Especially, so I'm like, especially latter half of the game. There's very much some thing aspects, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so one thing that I absolutely adored, uh, and I noticed early on was, uh, in fact, it's, it's, it's at that elevator chase scene. When, the elevator doors try harder and try again. You get covered in the viscera and the blood. And in the remake, it looks so spectacular, like spectacularly bad, but so spectacular (laughs) on his suit. And then it fades off. And I understand why it fades off because if it just stayed on there, Oh my God, at the end of the game, you would just just be a crusted husk of blood and viscera, right? Great if Isaac was like doing this like every single time, you know, (laughs) trying to wipe his freaking eye piece. He's got a bottle of Visine that he's just squeezing into his face. (laughs) I like, there's a lot of scenes where there's, there's conversation between the other, the the two or three people, because there's, there's still people running around the ship that you're talking to, including, you know, your girlfriend and whatnot. And, 
and he takes his helmet off for like some, kind of some of the quieter stuff to have the one-on-one mm-hmm. conversations. And, and you'll notice Wolf, when he has like conversations with other people on the ship, it's very one-sided. <laughs> There's a scene where one of the guys is talking to him and he, and he's, they're discussing whatever back and forth. And he looks at him and he goes, you know, you don't look much like the talkative type. Uh-huh. And I was, I was like done. That's yeah. I freaking love that yeah. shit. So having the having the interaction and having Isaac have emotion about the situation because there's points of the game where it's just like we just need to get the fuck off this thing and they start dropping f bombs and stuff, which I really appreciated because it's more whenever you see a game that they don't they don't speak like I do, I guess very aggressively about things. It feels forced and it feels fake to yeah. me. If I'm on that goddamn ship, I'm dropping f bombs every other <laughs> second because that's oh, how yeah. I feel. You know? Oh, good golly, let's go. Yeah, right? We need to leave as soon as humanly possible. No, we gotta fucking go, like, <laughs> yeah. now. Right. Yeah, you, know, that's, it, you brought yeah, up that's Event actually... Horizon with yeah. the, one of my favorite bits in Event Horizon is Lawrence Fishburne saying, that's it, we're leaving. <laughs> like, just... Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, okay. that's, that's in line with the, what, the Silent Hill 2 movie, I think, where, where they mm-hmm. first see Pyramid Head with Sybil, and then it leaves, and she's just like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get like uh-huh. more feeling out of that kind like, of stuff. That's, I mean, that's what it would be like. Yes. Right. Because yeah. no one's going to be PC in this shit. Let's no go one. Now we can go. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No gonna one's going to be PC with something's chasing their asses and you have to blow it up with a, with a ship engine. You know, it's, you're not going to be like, well, I'm glad that's over with. You're going to be like, <laughs> fuck. Gee, we made <laughs> yeah. it, guys. Exactly. <laughs> like, so I. Yeah, there's a lot of appreciation with a lot of everything that's that's built into this whole thing, and 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 all the along with the quality of life, and and just the deeper thought and the deeper experimentation into Isaac as a person. Yeah. I know that sounds so corny and cheesy, but it's it's really true because he's just an engineer, wrong place, wrong time kind of thing in the first one. But this one, you're like, there's a lot of connect. There's a lot of connectivity going on between you know, what brought him to this space, why his, why his girlfriend's out there, what they're dealing with and, and all the shit that happened in before. And we're getting to some pretty deep, deep type shit because we're getting closer to the end of the game. I won't spoil any of it, but it's like, we, we watched it today and I was like, okay, there it is. There's all the connectivities. Everything's starting to come around and, and now I get it. And it's, it's extremely well done. Like I, I can't say that enough. One more thing about his suit coming back to his suit. Mm-hmm. And this is this is another one of those. It's not even quality of life. It's just it's just an enhancement. That when you go engine, out, maybe. yeah. When mm-hmm. you go out into when you go out into the no atmosphere area, mm-hmm. if you spend long enough in no atmosphere and you come back into atmosphere, the frost fades off of his suit. Yep, like it's it shiny. Uh huh. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. That frostbite um, engine is working freaking overtime on that. Uh, yeah. Incredible stuff. <gasps> Excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> another thing that's called I... out that you may be able to speak of in this list is health items are rarer in the remake. I remember I, just... I kind of had a glut of, of health items yeah. in the first one. Like I never felt, in fact, I think I was, I think I was selling them out of my inventory in the first oh, one. I, d- I did that with the stasis shit. <laughs> <laughs> Screw yeah. these chips are on the wall. I don't need yeah. them because I didn't didn't realize how useful right. stasis was until later. 
I don't recall. I have to say that right now I'm I'm sitting pretty good, but I, there are some times I think I've been running around, which, by the way, thank you for the toggle thing. That thing was driving me. That thing probably killed me more than the rest of the game. There I was pressing the F button because that's how you heal on the yeah. keyboard. And yeah. you just see your life thing just flashing red because uh-huh. there's nothing to put in there. I'm like, I'm going to uh-huh. die. I'm going to die, you know. Um, maybe that does seem a little bit lighter on the, on the health load. Now that I'm, now that I'm looking back on it, I'm not yeah. that good. So it's not that <laughs> I know I've been lucky a couple times, but I, I could definitely see that being a little bit, a little bit harder to get. We have purchased some from the store. I think I bought a lot sure. more this time around than I remember the first time. <clears throat> According to this list, it does say that, um, the, it, as your health drops, it increases the chance for a health drop, a health item drop. Mm-hmm. But okay. it's not because I why <laughs> yeah. But I definitely remember like I would be full health and it'd drop a health pack and I'd be like, well, there's an inventory spot gone, you right? Know? Yeah, right. No, I do. I do recall because every time I got out of a really gnarly fight, I was in the red, and mm-hmm. I'd go open or I'd or I'd stomp something and give me like one of the little the mm-hmm. little juicers or whatever. So that's probably that's probably Gee, where that's at. Thanks, right thanks, thanks for the sip. little. <laughs> thanks for the sip. Appreciate uh-huh. it. I have a few but. questions as active audience real quick. Going back to something Tard said earlier, you can probably walk back to anywhere in the game instead of having to use the tram in the remake. Does that mean enemies will just randomly appear anywhere after you've cleared an area? That is a fantastic segue into another change that they made into the game, actually. There is a, I guess it's an AI that they've added to the game system itself to make it more to make it more scary, to make it more scary where to make it worse, to make it way worse, either there it's a gamble. So if you go back to an area that you're going to explore again, there's the chance that either something environmental will happen to you. So a purging of a gas line, something exploding, something happening to you, or you get mobs of, of aliens and, and necromorphs coming at you or, or nothing. Like, but you never know. And if you die in that area and you leave and you come back, it may not be the same thing. And I know I experienced that because I got jumped by something and then I came back and I was like, where are <laughs> where is it? Like, where, where is, is everything? It? Uh-huh. And they weren't there that time. So, so it, I've seen it in action. It does work. It does, it does add to a whole nother aspect of, of how you, how you play the game. So it's like some randomized generator of events that happen throughout the game. Interesting. It's a ter- it's a terror enhancer. It is a terror enhancer. <laughs> it is bad because sometimes it'll just be sounds too. You'll walk in, and yeah. you'll hear something like really loud happen—a bang noise or a door close or something—and you're like, <laughs> you oh, spend the next three here, minutes okay. like, where is it? Where is it? Aiming yeah, your like, gun at everything to get the spotlight. Yeah, like right? the vent, the vent yeah. fans are some of those events. They'll sit yeah. there and you'll hear them go, Woo-oot, and then they pop and yeah. explode. And you're like, yeah. is something coming out of there? And there's nothing. There's nothing coming out of there. Uh, <laughs> one thing I noticed. Uh, because I watched Wolf, I watched Wolf play a little bit today of the original. And as I've, as I've played and watched the remake, I have thought to myself, I don't remember this game being this dark. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think that, I think it's because they've made the lighting much more dynamic in the remake mm-hmm. that there is, it's a, it's a darker game. Like not yep. just like darker from like a, you know, uh, you know, scary aspect, but like the lighting is much more directed and much less general. So like you yep. have areas that like, you know, Wolf is like, I walked into a room and the light was down. I'm like, that's every room in the remake. 
you know. <laughs> yeah, you're so. right. Yeah, no, they definitely, I know that they added that aspect into the remake to, again, make it more suspenseful, more terrorizing. On top of that, they added those those puzzle rooms where, well, remember when you were walking around, you're like, oh, I can use nodes to open these doors, right? Yeah. They took that out of remake because I hated, that was an aspect, I mean, I didn't. Oh, I that's good. They I took that, that out and instead they add some kind of puzzle essentially to open these doors up. And what they'll have is they'll have circuit boards on the wall and you'll see red lines that lead somewhere, probably into a door you're trying to open. And when you go into the circuit board, it'll give you two or three choices of things you can do. One of them is open the door. But if you open the door, it turns off the lights or you keep the lights on and leaves the door locked. Like you have to make a decision on, do you want to go oh, and deal with that with whatever you're dealing with? Or like, are you brave <laughs> enough to go deal with that? I'm just good to leave that room. It's fine. Yeah, I don't I need like anything my, that's in there. I like my lights. We're good. <laughs> I'm guessing this is a one-time kind of access. Or something. Once you've completed no. it once, you cannot. No, oh, you can alter it. So you can. Yep, you can, unlock. and then you can turn the lights back on or close the door. But oh, if you but, want to go back in there, you can turn it off and do yeah. it again. But okay. it's an it's it's an either. It's you can't like the power. You don't have enough power to have yeah. both lights and doors. Yeah, it's an either or. That's that's a cool change, though. That's it's a cool aspect. Yeah. It adds to the immersion. It adds to the experience. That's that's a nice change. I like the fact that you don't have to spend upgrade materials to open a door that mm -hmm. won't necessarily be worth the cost of that upgrade material. Because you, yeah. if you have to use a node to open a door, you know that that's ten thousand credits to get in that door. Period. Right. Right. And if you go in that door. And you don't find ten thousand credits worth of stuff, you're kind of sour about it. Yeah. And I hadn't, I didn't think about this while I was playing earlier, but now that I know this, I'm gonna start thinking that way, and I'm gonna be mm -hmm. pissed when the door screws me. You Great, know? I just ruined it for you. <laughs> My bad. But that yeah, was one it's... of the other quality of life uh, attachments that they put into the game was so that you could save your upgrade material for actual upgrading, as opposed to especially oh, maybe I gamble and go in, and there's something good in there. And oh, especially I, since it's got the nodes, does it still have the uh, node system? Yes. 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 So you yes. can just like have to have nodes that don't do anything to get to one that does something. Right. Right. Uh, it's, that's frustrating to me. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember, I swear that there was a room that I opened with a node in the original and I, I swear I got a stasis pack and I was yeah. so pissed. I was so pissed. A lot yeah. of the times when they do make you cost cast a node or or pay with one, you usually get some kind of semiconductor or something out of it. It may yeah. not be the ten thousand you know credits worth of stuff that's in there, but most of the time they try to make it worth your wild uh, in the game. Now I'm pretty sure that there's stuff yeah. that you go in there and there's not anything in there. I don't recall because um, it's been a bit. But adding that aspect of the puzzle and again adding to the whole point of the game and its immersion, I, I thought that was a really cool twist yep. on on some things so i i do have another question and and i know this isn't necessarily addressing the differences between them but in the first game do you backtrack to areas you've been to before i'm i'm guessing you do because you told me about that that secret at the beginning oh well I that don't area remember. is 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 quite often seen and you can get back and forth to it but so, you I believe there is some backtracking, but I yeah. I just think it's the way the game's designed. Okay, because like, going to chapter at the end of chapter one, you get on the tram and it sends you straight to chapter two. Now you're in yes. 
intensive care unit area, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, you go back on the tram. You don't get a choice to where to go. Now you're just in the next area. Oh, right. yeah. From that standpoint, I think later chapters do take you back to areas. Right. But okay, it's, so it's that it's that aspect of like, oh, I'm in chapter, I don't know, seven or something. Oh, I've been here before, but things have changed, right? Okay. Or there's yeah, a door because... locked that you couldn't get to initially, and now it's unlocked. And so now you can progress through the area. Well, that's something I was seeing in chapter two was throughout mm. this intensive care unit, I kept seeing oxygen tanks. Mm. And I was like, I was scared. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> there's oxygen tanks here, there, over there. So I'm going to have to be going through here soon without oxygen and having to figure stuff out as I go. This, but then this the chapter spectacular ended. With so now I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's going to be later. So now I can pretty much figure that's going to suck when it finally does come around. But not <laughs> <Yeah>. yet. <laughs> I, yeah, I will no, tell you not to, I don't think this is a spoiler, upgrade your suit to have more air capacity is well worthwhile. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. It seems silly at first, but really... It's it's a must have because there's going to be moments where you're like, God, I've been outside for way too long. I'm going to start dying out here, <laughs> especially some sort of like maybe asteroid level with like big bars that kill you. That might mm-hmm. be where you might want some extra oxygen. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Was was Dead Space the first game to incorporate the UI into the character instead of having a HUD? I want to say that I I think so. I want to say that it is. Senator looks like he's looking at his mind palace there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb and say yes, because it was one of the first the first games that incorporated full immersion into the game, which is you know one of the reasons that it it drew me towards it. But it was putting the oh. eight, the heads up display on everything. But I'm sure something else has been out there. It was 20, 2008 when it came out, so it can't be. Well, because there were games that record. had no HUD. Mm-hmm. Like Resident Evil, like you didn't see how your character was feeling, save for yeah, you had to pause know, it the every way time. they wanted to know if you were dying or not. The way they would hold themselves was what the indicator was there, but it's not super easy to read, you know, mm. how much damage you've taken visually by mm. how they're standing, unless she, like, unless Chris or Jill is really hurt, right? Right. That otherwise, Grabbing you got to pause arm. it and see: Are you in the green? Are you in the yellow? Are you in the orange? Right. Are you in the red? How bad is it? I and then that. even I then, was that was that. still pretty obscure as far as how much health you had, right? Right. And this one sort of combines it, and it's like you know exactly how much health Isaac has. You don't have to pause it. You don't have to read his stance. You see it on his back, and. I remember the first game I played like that was Ghostbusters, which came out a year later. Mm-hmm. But even then, like well, it's right still a year the, it's later. On the, it's the all on the Ecto Pack, right? yeah, yep. the Proton Pack, yep. right? So, so, according to the Wikipedia article, it doesn't. It's not clear, but it does say the team push for innovation and realism, um, including removing HUD elements. So maybe, maybe it was. Because I mean, it how def- much ammo is pioneer in the gun? towards it? is on the gun yeah right right how much health is it he's got is on his back how much charge is in the stasis on his back it's all just built into the character model which is cool i think the ammo in the gun might go to halo that's fair in in a first person yeah but i mean there's still massive hud elements in halo yes right yes 
Right. I think I don't know if it was the first to do it per se, but I I it is a huge selling point. To the, I don't want to say selling point. That's not what I mean. It was a it was a very intentional that they they went in that direction to do that stuff. They they were very adamant about we are specifically doing it this way to increase your immersion into the game as a third person character. You you feel like you're standing behind Isaac the whole time. You're just waiting for something to grab you from behind. Yeah. Did the Which remake... this game loves pincer attacks. It loves throwing <laughs> stuff from both goddamn angles uh, at you. <laughs> did the <laughs> remake... like seeing there you're shooting something and you see a claw mm-hmm. out of the corner mm-hmm. of your eye go, oh, God damn it, it's behind me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so did the remake innovate on the HUD being built into the character at all? Did it add more I think to it, made it, it look or nicer. change it up at all? Or does it just, is it more of the same, just prettier? It's more of the prettier. same, prettier. Okay. But there is... um. There's a magnet when you when you're using your telekinesis stuff. You can see like a little magnet that's next to your your gun, and I I have not seen it do anything specific other than maybe I have I now have telekinesis powers to move stuff around, or if it highlights something that you can grab. Um, the initial game, if you wanted to grab something with telekinesis, you can grab pretty much anything in the original game. It wasn't specific, but it would have that little blue magnet logo yeah. on like a big box. And you knew that that was something you can grab and pick up. So, um, yeah, I, I haven't noticed anything with the heads up being altered, other than it just being more visceral and more and more beautiful to look at and and, and easier okay. to read. Any more on that yep. list, Sarah Sinistar? No, I was just looking through the Wikipedia article. So, um, no, I think uh, I think we've covered. Most yeah, of without it. getting too much in the weeds. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. yeah, without spoiling anything, which this is not what this intention, this episode is intended to. It's it's merely to give our our loves for the the changes and the the things that were addressed between the first two. We will get into spoiler territory when we decide to do the trilogy because I'm sure <laughs> there will be an episode on that somewhere in the near future. And I want to give uh, Wolf some time to to get through at least some of them so that when we could do it, he could be like, "This shit was insane." Yeah, yeah. Sinistar was saying, "I'm pointing the." I, I don't know if I'm playing wherever I am. It doesn't matter. We're here. Um, I'm below, I'm around. Was saying that you were wanting to play through like co-op in three. I think it is three has a co-op edition in it where you can play with, with another player. And he and I okay. have been, we both have it and we both, he's never played it and I've never played it with co-op. So I'm very intrigued. There's actually like puzzles. There's co-op puzzles where somebody has to do something while the other person does another thing. And it's supposed to add some kind of cool. Oh, that's kind of cool. It, so. Cause yeah. I do, yeah. I apparently have all three on, I guess it's EA store now. I don't know what the hell they're at these points, but yeah, what origin has now be- become, <laughs> at least if you're on windows. Um, yeah, I, I have all three of them on there. So I figure I'll just start playing through them because so far I'm into it. I will continue playing it. And, uh, you know, if, if it's too much for me, I will tap out and let everybody know I've tapped out, but I think I'll be able to, to swing it and play through them. If I'm you've gonna... made it through Alien Isolation and and but I streamed Alien nasty Isolation, stuff, huh? But I streamed all those horror games. It's it's been a long time since Play I played a horror game. And we'll be there to hold your hands. Yeah. I promise. Yeah, we'll come hang out. <laughs> we'll come and hang um, out with you. There's <laughs> one piece I'm not giving away spoilers, but there's one piece that I'm gonna I'm gonna see if you bounce off of when it when you get there. In mm. the first game. In the first game. Okay. Is it a scary thing or is it a janky thing? It's a scary thing. Fair. <laughs> as long well, as it's yeah. not a scary janky thing. Well, 
that, there is that, some of that. That asteroid's kind of scary, janky. Uh, there's a couple. There's a couple. There have been a lot of complaints that I've read about about this game not having great boss fights in it, and I think that's asinine. Yeah. There's there's a couple really good like there's some good mm-hmm. fights in there that you're like Jesus Christ, and there's going to be one that you're either going to bounce off of it because it's scary, janky, or you're going to soldier on and keep on pushing through. Um, I think Sinistar yep. knows which one I'm talking about. So yeah, it we'll might see. be the same we'll one I'm thinking of. Now yeah, I'm, we'll talk, I'm also we'll talk guessing. After. I'm guessing a fair amount of people in 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 our listeners here have pl- at least played this game to some degree because it is such an old game. I mean, mm. That might not be the case, but I'm just guessing. Uh, yeah. I have a suspicion that the game foreshadows things very early in the game that come very late in the game. And uh, there is some telegraphing, especially with the audio logs and the text logs. There is some telegraphing that's pretty important. And yes, it was even detailed later. as Elden Ring, but it certainly is. It's there was the, even a, a, a sort of visual experience, if you will. Uh, I think it was toward the end of chapter two or the beginning of chapter three. I was walking through what was a very large open hallway with big fans and things all down the side, right? And you generally see those fans and you're like, oh, okay, there's a lot of fans here. Something's going to jump out. Nothing jumped out. Mm-hmm. Instead, that entire hallway got crushed inward from the outside. Yep. Which seems like something massive. I've not seen anything quite that big yet, save for whatever the tumor growth was in the generator at the beginning of chapter three that I re-upped. Mm-hmm. I'm no guessing spoilers. there's something to do with that that you don't have to tell Keep me. Playing. And playing. the listeners, if you're familiar with it, you can chuckle at my my uh, intuition here, if that's the case. But uh, that's what I'm thinking is they're telegraphing something extremely large that I'm not going to enjoy dealing with later. Keep there playing. are a few. There are a few things that, uh, in hindsight, I loved fighting, but when I was doing them, I was like, I, there were moments where I was about to say, "Fuck this game." Yeah, there's some <laughs> white knucklers in there where you're like go go and then you're done and you feel really good they, i even felt that way doing it again in the remake where i was mm-hmm. like Whoa, okay <laughs> that <laughs> oh, uh, right that thing you just completed today yeah that's one of those moments where i was like finally <laughs> yeah there's a there's a lot of really adrenaline inducing areas in this game where you're just running you're mm-hmm. just running around and trying to get to a good vantage point to take some things on and the, the enemies are, they range from, you know, you saw the little tentacle babies from, mm-hmm. from those assholes to like, <laughs> to like some things that you're like, what the fuck, what the fuck? So it, it, there's, there's always going to be a WTF moment, no matter what you do. And just when you think you've cleared that, hump, something else comes and bites you on the ass. I'm going to tell you, Wolf, going into it, pulse rifle or the, not the pulse rifle, the, uh, plasma cutter. Is your workhorse? King. I loved that gun from 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 minute one to minute end. But once you get some sort of weapon that has sp- spray and pray, keep one spray and pray weapon on you at all times. Yep. <laughs> okay. I found I found the flamethrower has been really good for any close range stuff for me. But I I swear by that plasma cutter. Even in the remake, I still swear by that damn thing. 
It is yeah. it is Betsy. It is old faithful. <laughs> it, it will never let you down. It really doesn't. Especially now that we told you we showed you how to do the alternate firing thing. That's yeah. gonna that's really gonna open you up. You introduced that because... to me about 20, 30 mm-hmm. minutes before the game did, mm-hmm. which was yeah. nice. It, it, it's yeah. it and I gotta say, dismembering creatures in the first one was real satisfying, but watching the bone and the muscle oh and gosh. the flesh fly off of the shots that you're hitting is in just the remake, added, yeah. added benefit to the remake. You can actually see like how close you yeah. are from tearing that limb off. It's it's got it's almost like a life guide to right. see how close it is from it falling off. So yeah, you're shooting really that leg and you see like skin. You all of a sudden you see muscle mass, and then you shoot it again and you see bone mass, and you shoot it again, and finally the limb it comes fucking off. shears off. Wow, it's cool. Uh-huh. It's That's really neat. cool. So when you're blasting at the head or you're blasting at the, when I was shooting at the head or I was swinging because I ran out mm-hmm. of ammo for some reason, you can actually see the skull and then you hit it again. Uh-huh. You can see the brain coming, like the brain on the front half while I'm still like yep. fucking bat, bat, bat. bat justice. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Yeah. A little bat justice in dead space, but it's <laughs> yeah, that just, there's a lot of detail to the game that, that is that people like Sinistar and I have played this game quite quite often are just like the little tidbits like little yeah. itty bitty things that you're like oh god even like i said just certain lines that characters say where you're like you know you just don't seem like the strong talkative type mm-hmm. and i was like fuck bring it back that's so cool there's a <laughs> lot of really cool nostalgic like loop arounds to thing that i really i've been really impressed with and motive has really taken this game and and did something to it that i i didn't think was going to be possible by making one of my all-time favorite games better and and changing all the shit in it that i hated about the first one and it's hard to say hate because i love dead space and there are very few things where i sit there and go you know i hated this whole thing Mm -hmm. except for that stupid gun level that i had to do that they completely revamped which made it like okay this is palpable now so that's uh that's a quick segue into i was going to bring this up at some point and i think this is a good segue um i would argue if you, if, if my suggestion, and we've talked about this offline, but my suggestion is absolutely play the original, then play the remake. But if you're only going to play one, if you, if you, if you throw what I just said in the trash and you're like, I only want to play one, play the remake. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, again, I'm I'm the guy that has to, to understand, to truly understand what the remake actually has done. Play the original. If you just can't do it and you just don't want to, it's too janky for you from certain spots or whatever, because it's really, really well flushed out if you think about it in, in terms of stuff. And you just want to play a Dead Space game and just see what it's about, then fire up the remake by all means. But I don't think you're... I don't think you'll get the same feeling. Like, you won't get the same nostalgia of oh i remember that oh i remember that or that line or this you have to understand you have to understand where we were to understand where we are (laughs) exactly exactly as you you'll appreciate the hell out of the remake playing it you're gonna be like this game is beautiful this (laughs) game is horrifying It, it plays so great it's smooth there's not been i mean there's been i've had issues but it's only with streaming it when i don't stream it it plays seamlessly with no problems but to really really appreciate it sit down and play the chapters in dead space original, the first one, 
and then go back and play the remake. You don't even have to play two and three if you don't want to. You can two is great. Two is fantastic. Three is very polarizing. I like three, but not a lot of people do. But it's still it's still a dead space game, and I still love all the aspects and things about it. But if you're just like, I just need to play something new that's fun and scary, fire it up. But I think you're really <laughs> circus Charlie, you get out of here with that garbage. God can, damn it. Way we... to ruin an episode, Jake. You're not even here. Can we ban him? Can we can ban we please... him? Circus. <laughs> <laughs> For those so, listening on the on the audio podcast, Sick Jake just made some reference to Circus Charlie, and we're not gonna we're not gonna dignify what it was. We can't. You know, I thought for sure that I'd be the, the Elden Ring guy at every episode, but Jake is far worse with his Circus Charlie than I ever was with Elden Ring. <laughs> can confirm. So this is I I, I do want to clarify something for anybody who might not know. This is a legitimate remake, right? Not a remaster. Yes. Yes. They changed it's a, re- a lot of things. Legitimate remake. Rebuilt they, the game. They took the original story and they took the original, you know, features and functions and everything, but they, it, it, to me, it doesn't feel like they use the original code. Mm-mm. Okay. No, it definitely feels, it feels like a new game, but they use source material to make it dead yeah. space. You know, it's not and, like they took Final Fantasy seven and they broke it up into five different sections and just well, added I mean, more shit to it. it. It's it's a remake as well, right? They're remaking right. the whole thing, even though they've made it into more things. It's still right. a remake, as stupid as it might be. But right, but they in took, this case they were unlike Final Fantasy VII. They were true to the entire source material of this game, and just they basically took a chocolate chip cookie and put freaking marshmallow cream all over it, or some <laughs> shit like what, like and like sprinkles and stuff. They were like, we're going to give you the same thing that you love to eat. Cause I'm a big chocolate chip cookie fan. And we're going to add raspberry jam and other shit that you, and we're going to put a donut on top of it or something, <laughs> you know, they're going to make it even better than it was before, but still have the same chocolate chip cookie taste. It's <laughs> not, it's not, um, valve taking counter-strike or half-life and converting it to the source engine it's not that this is this is taking the original the original source material and basically like whiteboarding it and building it again like okay yeah scrub and start over and motive motive did it justice in so many ways that i didn't think possible so they made a a great game and made it greater That's a good touch on Sinistar's uh, observation that the the lighting is a lot darker, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that was probably deliberate, right? Yeah, oh um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you look at in some cases, like you look at Last of Us Part One, which is kind of somewhere between a remake and a remaster of the original, because mm-hmm. it's just Last of Us One and Last of Us Two's engine, right? I think that's pretty much what it is. And so they've updated the, the the models and the artwork and everything, but it didn't get the same sort of love as a remake usually gets from the dev team because it's still just get it out. Right. So right. the, the art design is completely changed, even though the gameplay experience is largely the same. And so you see a lot of areas in last of us part one, where the lighting is drastically changed, sometimes much lighter than the original, sometimes much darker than the original, and a lot of times much more colorful than the original, which kind of does away with what they were going for in the original. Mm -hmm. And it works in the second one because there's so much greenery. In the first one, it's weird, right? 
And so with this, at least it got the full team rework. And so any of the lighting changes, and I love when Sinistar pointed it out, it was like, as I, he mentioned it and I turned a corner and then there were massive floodlights just pointed (laughs) down the hallway at me. I was like, what timing, man? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. No, I will say, I will say that the changes that they made feel deliberate in that somebody actually thought it through and said, this is like, they looked at the, at the zero G from, you know, uh, from part two. And they're like, this was better. This should Mm -hmm. be in the first one. Like this is, this really is what they wanted with zero G. So we're going to make that the zero G for number one. Right. Um, you know, um, the, the not using nodes to open doors that feels deliberate as a change. Right. Um, the, the unlocking of weapons, that's a change we didn't really talk about, but you pick up a weapon instead of just getting the, you know, the schematic and having to go buy it, you pick up the weapon, but now the schematics unlock the progression tree on the upgrades. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, everything feels like a deliberate choice to like, it doesn't feel like, it feels like they were like, okay, there are janky areas that are probably, you know, hard because of the jank. Let's fix that. And let's make it hard because of the gameplay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. Uh That's that's actually the the thing you guys mentioned about finding a weapon instead of finding the blueprint. Mm -hmm. That would be much less irksome as well, because Mm -hmm. when I find a blueprint, I, when what year is it right why does this piece of data take up an entire inventory slot right right, <laughs> right. yeah i have 2008, uh, it, it was it was definitely an inventory spot but 2023 yeah different like blogging. i have i have a terabyte in this much space like why is this right. taking up an inventory slot right like right right, right. so it's an isaac pocket is literally data it should just be like okay i have that for when i get back to the store why does right, it take up right. a slot and prevent me from carrying more ammo or healing items or whatever? But if well, it's an actual weapon taking an inventory slot, okay, I get that. Plus, now it's not clogging up your inventory with something that's essentially kind of useless for the time being. Instead, it's mm-hmm. at least a gun that probably came with a little ammo, you know? <laughs> yes. Right. The 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 attachments that come with the weapons actually do take up inventory space as well before you get to a store. So you had, or a bench, you don't, if you have it in the store, it that's, doesn't matter. That's fair. Like I get right. that. Cause it's an actual part. It's an actual right. thing that you attach. But to just, it. just the, a blueprint. It's, this is not taking up a ton of space in my pocket. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> but what if it's in a giant tablet? My tablet's over there. I'd be like, but what if it's this big fucking thing? <laughs> Cause all schematics are on tablets these days. Right. Especially yeah. in what? 23. Look, here's my, Here's my schematic for my 3D printer. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Right. But, and I, and I think it's when you were talking about the, the coloring of, of the last of us whole deal, dead space is a gray, brown, gritty, dark and dirty game. Mm -hmm. And they kept last of us one very much was as well. Right. And they kept it that way. But I think they made they made like Isaac's life coloring, the green coloring pop a little more. But it was just so that it's easier to see and easier to kind of, you know, measure. That's the game still. 
Right. And it, but it didn't take, it's not taken away. There's been nothing that's been like, why am I in this Technicolor hell? Like, what is this about? There's, there's actually like, you do this gravity basketball game that's kind of a fun mm-hmm. little mini game that you can play. And it's, it's a little colorful in the, in the area, but it's, it's a basketball game. It's supposed to be like stupid and fun. So they added to that. But as I'm still walking through, it's still dark and it's still horrifying and grotesque throughout the entire thing and the fleshier pieces are much more fleshier than they were in in the original and the viscera on your suit is much more visceral yeah (laughs) visceral nature it actually happens in the original you don't get to see a ton of it because you almost never see isaac front first right Mm -hmm. but when i upgraded to the level two suit i had just killed something and as isaac's climbing into that chamber he turns around and I saw just like blood and guts splattered across his chest. And then his suit was upgraded and he came out and his chest was clean. I was like, okay, cool. There's mm-hmm, something yeah. that I didn't notice because of how, and you, you say that game's not that dark, but because of how dark the game is and because of Isaac's angle, you don't get to see a whole lot of blood splattered all over him because yeah. what blood splatter there is, is facing away from the camera. It's a, <laughs> right. it's a lost detail on the player, unfortunately. And let's remember that Isaac is not a fighter. He's a freaking engineer. He was there to fix the problem. Yeah. And they, and they point that out. And I like how they, they point a lot of that out in the, in the new one where they're like, he was like, I, I didn't sign on to pay for this stuff. And the guy answers back. Yeah. You were also didn't sign on to dis dismember alien bodies, but here we are, you know, like nut up or shut up kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's really cool to be, to, to realize, you know, Isaac's just an engineer. He's just yep. some guy with a degree that's come to go fix a stupid ship and he's put in this horrible situation and it's it's really cool. It's it's just really cool to just like this guy stepped up to the fucking plate, you know. I, that's actually an interesting question that I didn't think about cuz the game just it does such a good job of painting the picture at the beginning of the game. You don't ask a lot of questions about Isaac, right? Mm-hmm. And so they don't give you a whole lot of details like it the first thing you're done that happens in the original game is you're dropped in you're in the ship looking right over Isaac's shoulder watching dude and Kendra I don't remember the dude's name mm-hmm. Hammond the Hammond so you're watching Hammond and Ken, Kendra sort of argue and bicker about what the course of action should be at this point right mm-hmm. and so I'm already not really thinking about Isaac he's just there and then. I'm I'm so focused on them that finally all shit hits the fan and you crash. And then two dudes pop up out of chairs from the front. I was like, where did they come from? I didn't even security see detail, them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then we all come walking out and they're like, Isaac, let's go. Okay. I don't even think about the fact that Isaac's an engineer and not yep. a soldier right. or a warrior. But here's a good question. Is Isaac in the military or is he like, just a private contractor. Just a dude. They didn't really say dude. that. Yeah, yeah I think he's just I think a guy. Just a dude. I mean, he's not just a dude, but he's he's obviously an engineer that's had some training and some stuff. But he's not. And they make it clear in this one. Okay, and 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 I think to to the point of immersion. Let's. I just want to backtrack real quick on what you were saying about how these they're just you're watching these two people argue. You don't even think about Isaac as a person, as a thing. Right. And that's because you're so immersed into the game that you don't think about yourself. You're the guy. They're talking and you're just sitting there going, well, what the hell am I? Like, what am I doing here? And I think with the added, now that you have Isaac talking at the beginning and he's saying his shit, 
now you get a feel of what Isaac is. And they said, Motive said, or the, the company said, Isaac was more of like a gopher watch. He was just like a, a dog where they were just giving him commands and he'd run and do it without any question about anything. Now he's a person. Now he's giving him commands and there he's going, I'm not fucking doing that. Or this is why we should do this this way. And he, instead of forcing the conversation between him and him and, and the, and the girl, they're actually like starting up conversation and he's bringing things up and suggestions. And they're like, Oh, we didn't think of it that way. Or someone will say, Hey, we got to go do this. And he's like, I'm going to do it a different way. Like, I don't want to do it that way. We're going to do it this way. And you're like, okay, this guy's got a soul. He's got feelings. He's got, yeah. And that's a massive tonal change to the game. Right. Mm -hmm. Because for me, I was presuming that Isaac was military because they're talking about like, there seems to be a chain of command they're talking about how like they're on the USS or USG something. And this is the, what the Ishimaru or Ishimura. 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 Ishimura yeah. They call it the USS Ishimura or USG. I don't mm-hmm. remember what term it was. USG but, Ishimura. Yeah. The USG Ishimura. And we're on the USG, whatever it's called. And the fact that he just takes what people say and he's like, all right, I'm going to go do that. You don't really question it. It leads mm-hmm. more to the idea that, okay, he's, military member that's what i was thinking so that's part of the reason i didn't really question any of that Mm -hmm. because you know like a you know like a good little soldier you do as you're told right even Mm if you you know i never really thought about okay he's just an engineer he's not supposed to be doing this this isn't his job description he wasn't trained for this my thought is oh you know he he has this skill set and this knowledge set both because he's in the military. That's how I was seeing it. And then that makes sense. But they, they, they dive in, they deep dive that a lot in the remake where you're like, why is he here? Why did he come on this mission? Who they're all working for, you know, in this whole thing. And he's just like trying to get up there to fix the ship that his girlfriend works on, which is pretty much the whole thing. Like it went dark. We're going to go check it out. There should be no reason. And if there's like space pirates or some bullshit, they have security detail. But there's only the four of them. And three of them have guns. And the girl is just a computer engineer. She's not even, she's not a military either. And he's just like the mechanical engineer to be like, I'm going to go fix the, they were like, we need to go fix the array and get communications back up and running. And he's like, okay, I'll go deal with the mechanical part. She's like, okay, I'll go play with the computer stuff. And then all hell breaks loose. And that's when everything starts to fall apart. And you're like, oh shit, okay, these he, this guy's he's a survivor and and now you know why because he's explaining yeah. it as he goes through the game so yeah. that's a that's a cool change too in my eyes like i would love to see that what you know after i play the original mm. i would love to see that unfold and give isaac more depth as a as a character instead of just being a a paper cutout for the player to fill the shoes of you know yeah perfect Awesome. Well, we hope we got you guys excited to play both the original and the new one, and and I think our I think our love has shown through on this episode as to why we appreciate it so damn much. <laughs> and, um, and, and and I love I I mean number two was my favorite, but after playing the remake, it's a toss up. You it's know? hard, you know me and like remakes where I'm like remakes cannot be nominated for anything. Yeah. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Why do I have to stick to my guns in this? Because I don't want to stick to my guns in this right. one. I want to say that the remake is the game of the year for me right now. But yeah. again, it is February. There's a lot of games that are still coming out. Um, and it still may well, very, very well be. I may change my tune by the end of this year. 
But uh, speaking of uh, games and the end of this yeah. year, Sinistar, is there uh, yeah. something that the team is doing? And uh, you seem to have a firmer grasp on it than I do. Sure. Well, basically, we as a team have 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 uh, come up with the idea that we want to kind of create the definitive press be to cancel. Um, we're calling it our retro top 100. We're basically picking games from the beginning of games to probably 2005. We're basically saying 1965 to 2005. Nice 40-year era. Uh, and each episode, the, um, team members that are there, uh, will get to nominate games. These do not mean that they will make the list, the top 100. Uh, we will be using a, uh, an internal voting system. We may involve chat. We'll see, or we may involve our viewers. We'll see the community. Yeah. Yeah. The community. We'll see how that goes. Um, I, I have a feeling it'll probably come into play for tiebreakers. Um, but we're going to use a ranking system. So it's much less of an argument and more of a, we all kind of vote in a, in a bubble and we see right. how it shakes out. Um, so each episode, uh, whoever's there is going to nominate a game. So today we're going to nominate three games. So who wants to start? I'll go first. Go because someone's going to take mine and I, anyway, take mine. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I'm selecting Chrono Trigger as my my first. I I have to. Uh, Chrono Trigger is one of the the best RPGs in the late '90s, mid '90s. Um, I'm I'm picking it because of its its playability, its accessibility to people, made it super easy. Um, it's got a wonderful storyline and memorable characters. Robo is one of the greatest characters of all time. Robo okay. forever. Robo forever. That's an inside joke. I don't, I don't necessarily stand by it, but I will for this, this particular hill to die on. Um, and the music, I, I think I'm really, really going to pick it primarily for being one of the greatest soundtracks in the Super Nintendo era that that's out there without question. So Chrono mm -hmm. Trigger is my selection for the first of the 100 top retro games list as brought to you by press B to cancel. Nomination number one is Chrono Trigger. Wolf? All right. Well, hopefully you're not picking an RPG today, too, because I'm I'm submitting Morrowind. Hmm. Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, because this is... Uh, as RPGs moved from 2D to 3D, this was really one of the most immersive RPGs I ever played. Given the amount of area you could explore, the secrets you could find the sheer amount of stories that would unfold in this game. Uh, it really is what modernized the Elder Scrolls from what it used to be before three to what it's become since. And I, I do think it is why we have Oblivion and subsequently Skyrim is because of Morrowind. Had the game gone a different direction, we wouldn't have those and maybe the games would have flopped. And yeah. there's there's also a degree of depth in Morrowind that is absent in subsequent titles. So I, I really think Morrowind is where it's at, despite its memory leak and its bug issues and all that. The game is still great. And it was it was one of those first PC designed games that was like, all right, we're gonna put that on console too. They put it on the Xbox. And so it became right. a little bit more accessible to the masses for such a deep and engrossing computer RPG. Awesome. 
All right, they, nomination number two is Elder Scrolls Morrowind. And my nomination is not an RPG. My nomination is SimCity 2000. Ah, nice. It uh, it took everything that was great about SimCity and uh, enhanced it. It added terraforming. It added, uh, you know, the ability to, um, you know, uh, run power lines above ground, below ground, et cetera, et cetera. It, it had an end game. Um, it, it, it basically took that simulation, that city simulation. Um, and to me, it kind of hit the pinnacle. There have been, there have been SimCity games after that I feel are less than SimCity 2000. So and SimCity oh, Sim 3000 didn't really improve on it much, right? No, it felt like it was, it felt like it almost should have just been DLC. Right. You know, like it's, it's not bad and it's not mm-hmm. less than, it's just not a whole lot more than. Right. And right. you know, you got something good when the thing that follows it is just, just like the last thing. More of the same, same right? <laughs> right. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Yep. So nomination number three for today is SimCity 2000. Right on. Beautiful. Awesome. All right, guys. Do we have sure. any projects, yeah. anything special we're working on? I know, speaking of the episode, I know Sinistar is doing some things on, on the YouTubes. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> Sinistar, are you working on anything special right now? Uh, yes, Mondays. I'm back to streaming. Uh, I'm I'm feeling like it might be permanently back to streaming, but I am at least streaming until my completion of nomination number one, Chrono Trigger. Uh, Sinistar seventy seven Twitch TV slash Sinistar seventy seven. I was about to say, where can they find you, bud? But you already mm-hmm. got to that. And Wolf, you beautiful, beautiful man. You what projects or things are you working on these days? Uh, pretty soon here, I will be finally doing my uh, my Wheel of Pain game, Bubsy 3D. Uh, I might stream it. I'm not certain yet. If Your I do stream it, I will I will provide a heads up. Um, oh, get out your bingo cards, folks. Get your bingo cards out. <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, I will probably just post it and put it on YouTube. If I do stream it, I will give a heads up to the Discord community and let them know when and where they can find it might stream it to youtube as well i don't know um and then i will soon here start playing through final fantasy 6 as well as my sisyphean game of the year damn it i'm gonna beat it finally oh i can't wait that's two (laughs) good games that's two we got chrono trigger and final fantasy 6 in one year stop it and dead space Mm. it's like my top three right there right now for the for the listeners, the bingo is me pointing at my complete yeah. inbox, SimCity 2000. I've got Chrono Trigger chilling right here. I have a and complete I've got, CD uh, Fantasy case Six somewhere. also chilling right here. So <laughs> those two right there. And you can find me on Twitch Thursday through Sunday. Currently finishing up the Dead Space remake, which is what triggered this episode to begin with. And after that, I'm going to be starting my full playthrough and badging mastering of Final Fantasy IV slash the After Years God Kill Me on the PSP. So you can come nice. and hang out and watch me enjoy half of it and then hate myself for the other half of it. So that's going to be super exciting. Oh, get your um, bingo cards out. Bingo <laughs> Where going to his background? There it is. He's got it. Yeah, I know. I saw it when we were at your house. I was like, God damn, I got to play that stupid game. <laughs> But Me too. I know DP loves four, <laughs> and uh, I also love four as is my moniker with Kane uh, as the character that my things are designed after. Thanks to November, who's here tonight. Thank you, November. 
Um, so yeah, we'll be doing that. And then, um, that, uh, that legacy with the wizards is popping up on Tuesday too. There might be some YouTube footage of that as well. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, that's what I'll do. And of course I'll be here with these gentlemen every, uh, every other Friday or so. Sure. You got to be a wizard Wolfie. I'm going to be a wizard Wolfie. Yeah, you said be. legacy with the wizards and all I can think yeah. of is the NES game. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy coming out on Tuesday. Oh, well, it's coming out okay, next Friday. Okay, okay. But uh, the uh, the 7G two-hour play is going to start up, and I'm pretty sure that if I don't let my wife get fir- first crack at it on Tuesday, I will be single. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> or we may be missing a member of the podcast. Or I'll be doing it from a trash can, because that's probably where she's going to throw me, just like Robo. <laughs> Anyways, to bring that back, yes. <laughs> get ron swanson uh, um yes perfect well this has been a wonderful episode guys thank you so much for doing this with me and and running this suggestion with me i do appreciate it wolf i'm really glad that you jumped on uh, last yeah, minute to too. do this with us i'm always always happy i wish wish the other th- other two could have joined us tonight but dead space is kind of a i guess it's a club that you have to be a part of it's and when niche. we do the circus charlie episode jake will be doing it by himself so solo solo <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i want to thank everybody for being here let's go out with one of wolf's wonderful mottos or one-liners wolf best i got is game over man game over game over it's perfect thank you everybody Thank <laughs> you.